0: Welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast, your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit, stressed and distressed, restructuring and post-Reorg in the European and Semia markets. It's Tuesday, October 24th. I'm Phoebe Apingting. Coming up this week, we will talk about why some bondholders to French IT group Atos are concerned about being primed. We will then run through the key highlights from the primary market this week. But first, we're going to chat through trends in the primary market ahead of re London Credit Seminar on November 2nd. I'm now joined by RE-ORG high-yield bond analyst Bart Capici to talk about a panel discussion he'll be moderating at re London Credit Seminar on November 2nd, which will be hosted at the Biltmore in Mayfair. Hi, Bart. Thanks for joining us. Bart, you are hosting a panel titled Debut Issuer's return as sponsors and investors embrace new normal. No doubt this is a very timely discussion. Can you give us a preview of what we might expect to glean from the discussion?
1: As you said, it's a very timely matter. We've been coming through a sustained period of market uncertainty driven by political events and macroeconomic forces such as higher costs and rising interest rates. Now, one of the effects that this has had on the performing credit markets is in both bonds and loans is that refinancings have come to predominate. The great majority of transactions coming to market were for companies looking to push out their debt maturities, with almost no debut issues and few acquisition financings. Now that's changed somewhat recently, with an increase in first-time issuers, driven largely by higher M&A activity. So while there's still a reasonable degree of uncertainty in the market, it now seems to be a level of uncertainty that people are comfortable with. Another trend that we've been seeing is dividend recaps, new debt being incurred to fund a dividend to shareholders. Normally that's seen as an indication of a healthy market, but in the current circumstances we're not so sure, for reasons we'll look at in the panel.
0: Another topic that will be discussed is the impact of the shrinking CLO market.
1: Yes, we've seen higher volumes in the leveraged loan market than in high yield bonds in recent years. However, if the CLO market continues its recent decline, will that drive a shift back to bonds as outstanding loans begin to mature? Finally, we'll also look at how market conditions have impacted covenant pushback. Normally, a buyer's market results in a tightening of covenant terms as buyers push back on aggressive terms during the market process. However, we're not seeing the level of pushback that we'd expect, and we'll explore why. Now, we've got a very good panel with a mix of participants from the buy side and the sell side, and I'm looking forward to a very lively discussion. And, of course, there will always be free drinks afterwards.
0: Many thanks, Bart. And to our listeners, more information on the event is available at reorg.com events, or you can email marketing at reorg.com. We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve the podcast experience. So please take a moment to complete the short survey in the link attached to this podcast and let us know how we're doing. I'm joined by Rio reporter Andrew Ross. Hi, Andrew. You worked on an article about ATOS, the French IT group, last week. Can you tell us a bit about it?
2: Hi, thanks for having me. Um sure. So, I guess the aim of the article was to better understand how the market is responding to the group's transformation plan, which includes a business split and an equity raise against a backdrop of governance struggles and business underperformance. I think it'd be good to just get the listeners up to speed. Um, So Atos is selling its tech foundations business, which is the group's IT infrastructure management services segment. And it's actually currently in exclusive talks with EP Equity Investment in a deal valued at 2 billion euro. EP uh, Equity Investment is owned by Czech billionaire Daniel Kuratinsky, who our listeners may remember as the buyer of French supermarket chain Casino. Upon completion of the proposed deal, Atos will be renamed Eviden and tech foundations will continue using the Atos brand. As part of the proposed split of the business, Atos is also planning to raise 900 million euros to increase its capital base, with two uh, €217.5 million Euros coming from EP, giving it a 7.5% stake in Evident. Additionally, Evident's capital structure will be strengthened by additional proceeds from the disposal of €400 million Euros of uh, newly identified non-strategic assets um, expected to be received after December 2023. Now, as part of the completion um, of the plan, ATOS requires certain loan waivers from its banking syndicate. And early last week, it said it had received some positive feedback on that process. So according uh, to some of our sources we've spoken to, in light of all of this, um, some bolt holders are actually kind of quite concerned about being primed.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Can you go into more detail about these potential priming concerns?
2: Sure. So at the moment, the group's bonds and loans currently rank pari passu. So some creditors are concerned Atos may offer its bank lenders preferential treatment, possibly offering them security in return for agreeing to certain terms. This would be similar to the French care home or payers' Uh, refinancing during the first conciliation proceedings where Orpaya's core banking group provided a syndicated loan secured by first ranking pledges and priority over the allocation of asset sale proceeds priming some lenders could offer Atos a way to pursue a non-consensual restructuring with an accelerated safeguard further down the line.
0: The article also talks about challenges Atos faces to convince shareholders of the merit of its business plan.
2: Yes, so shareholders are mostly retail holders and there's no reference shareholder. In other words, there's, there's no large shareholders Atos at the moment. So this complicates getting traction from existing equity investors to commit to providing the remaining capital required uh, for the business split. Some existing shareholders are also questioning the rationale of taking part in a rights issue um, with the money provided going behind a lot of existing debt, according to some sources I spoke to. So, Athos is also dealing with some shareholders who are actually quite vocal opponents of the deal. Uh, a group of minority shareholders opposed to the sale uh, recently joined together um, in the UDAAC. Um, and these guys claim to represent 2% and 2.5% of the capital, and are preparing an alternative strategic plan without the sale. We've also gone into some further detail about sp- more specific shareholder challenges um, in the story, which you can you can read about.
0: So what if the deal gets rejected?
2: In an investor presentation earlier last week, Atos's new CEO uh, said that uh, should the transaction with EP not go forward, the company expects to meet liquidity requirements for 2024, supported by forecast business performance, continued access to the factoring program, and completion of a 400 million euro asset divestment plan. The group would have to access. The group said it would have to access the debt and equity capital markets. Or consider the sale of additional assets to refinance its 1.5 billion euro term loan A, which matures in January 2024. We'll just note that that facility is subject to two six-month extension options, and there's also a 750 million euro bond maturing in May 2025. Management reiterated that if the transaction was not approved, that they would still go ahead with the separation of the business.
0: Joining me now is Leverage Finance reporter Beatrice Mavrolian. Hi, Beatrice. Could you tell me what's going on in the primary market?
3: Over the last week, the primary bond market has gone fairly quiet, apart from new issuances from bore Drilling and Thames Water. On the loan side, although there are a number of deals still being marketed, nothing new was launched this week because many market participants in London are away for half term. Following the burst of activity in the primary market last month, technicals have become a bit more challenging with greater volatility, especially in rates. Um, CLO printing has also become less active with a couple of warehouse liquidations. After third quarter results are published, there could be another increase in issuance. However, um, the vast majority of this year's primary activity is now complete. French transportation equipment provider show priced a 770 million euro term loan B extension and refinancing late last week. Investors noted that although industrial credits obviously face challenges and economic downturns, show benefits from infrastructure like end markets for over half its products and has a track record of maintaining its margins through the cycle. Travel technology platform e-tra- eTraveli, priced a 465 million euro term loan B for refinancing and to pay a shareholder dividend. The dividend effectively comes instead of a sale of the company. Travel pat- platform Peerbooking.com announced the takeover of eTraveli for 1.63 billion euros in 2021. However, the transaction was blocked by the um, European Commission over competition concerns. Investors highlighted that the company... Um, eTravelEye has grown um, and with ro- and has robust cash generation. However, the sponsor is paying itself a dividend at the top of the travel cycle, and there are concerns about how sustainable eTravelEye's business model is longer term. There are also loan refinancings in the market for um, recovery specialist BELFOR and for animal health group Sever. Uh, Meanwhile, Suze, the um, uh, software company, is marketing a deal to support a buyout by EQT. The company was recently downgraded by Moody's, reflecting a slump in performance expected in the current financial year um, and uh, a two-turn increase in leverage. However, performance is expected to improve over coming months, investors think.
0: Join Reorg's Shan Qureshi and Julia Rusconi at the IWIRC London Conference 2023 on November 8th. Register now at reorg.com slash events or email marketing at reorg.com for further information. More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening.